Hi, everyone, and welcome to Millennium Live, our digital diary podcast. We sit down with the top C-suite executives and talk all things digital transformation. As the CEO of iQuanti, Sastri Rachakonda understands that data is more powerful now than ever in the digital marketing world. Sastri shares his insights on the mobile consumer, the gradual shift to machine learning, and his study that he and the team recently conducted on voice. Tune in to hear more from the company that was founded to deliver on the promise of high-performance digital marketing. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. You've created a very successful career. How have you done it, and what are you striving for as the CEO of iQuanti? I think the basis for iQuanti was pretty much the pain I went through when I was running acquisition marketing at American Express and then running a division at Discover. I had agencies, but two two key issues that I found. One is they didn't understand my business very well. Um, they understood digital marketing, but not really the my business, which was credit cards at that time. Uh, nor did they understand data very well. Um, and so iQuanti pretty much is born on the premise um, that you could use data much more powerfully than one usually did to drive better digital marketing, combined with a true understanding of the business. And where does your passion for marketing and data come from? Has it always been in your blood or? I don't know if anyone is kind of, uh, has, <laughs> you know, is born with like a passion for marketing. I think as you kind of grow, I think it's, it's really understanding the consumers and trying to kind of meet their needs, which, which you kind of do. But as a marketer, and that's what I've kind of done all my life, I think the passion for iQuanti, as I kind of mentioned, really came from experiencing the pain points and trying to solve for them. I managed direct mail before and, you know, and the promise of digital was that there is so much data and it is interactive and in direct mail you would mail and wait for 30 mm-hmm. days for people to respond. Direct, you know, digital was supposed to be instantaneous. People would respond and you could do it. And, you know, to this day, I think digital is still struggling to kind of keep that promise. I mean, it takes months and months for many of our clients to get releases. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like direct mail oftentimes is faster than digital, which is stupid, but it is. <laughs> Can you share with us uh, the inside perspective of iQuanti and what you and your team are, are doing day to day? Yeah, I think, I think two things. I think we are looking at our, as I mentioned, I think our, our focus is relentlessly on two things. Really vertical expertise, which means understanding the problems that our clients are going through. So if you're focused on financial services, in which we are, some of the biggest problems that our clients face is really targeting the right customers. You know, you can sell shoes to anyone, for example, but when you're lending someone $100 let's, on a credit card, you, when you make money, you make $2. Mm-hmm. When you lose, you lose $100. So you have to be really careful at who you're, who you're targeting. And so we are relentlessly looking at how can we kind of solve problems like this, which are deep in the industry. And how can you use, oftentimes the answer is obviously data-led, um, so how can we, what are the data sources we can tap and how can we kind of solve for this? And that's pretty much what drives us. Very interesting. You kind of touched on this a little bit, but when you started, why did you feel like the industry needed a digital agency that looks at data differently? Uh, we, we worked with the top agencies, like obviously you worked at American Express and Discover, mm-hmm. both large companies and big names. Um, and so we had big name agencies. And these are good agencies, I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I, I'll date myself. So this was like 2005, 2008. Yep. Um, so people were doing these cool flash sites. And, you know, data essentially meant people would show up with Excel sheets and that was being incredibly data driven. On the other hand, in the bank, we were doing a lot of like very cool stuff in figuring out who do we lend money to and how do we kind of process data. Mm-hmm. So really the analytics aspect of work in many other aspects of life had kind of gone much further ahead. 
than in digital marketing. And so I thought there was an application for really applying data in a much more advanced way to kind of where, where digital marketing was at that point. In some ways, I guess we were kind of skating to where the, uh, you know, where the puck eventually would be. I think it was a little early, but I think it's pretty much caught on. And I think, if, I mean, in a conference like this, everyone's talking about data. So yeah. I think it's a good place. Can you just give us more of an insight into the early years of iQuanti and how the industry adopted your philosophy of data? As, as I started iQuanti, the focus was on using data like relentlessly to drive better decisions in digital marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think we can take credit for the data shift. I think th there is a difference between, you know, causality and correlation. I think we it's correlated and we obviously kind of grew. Yeah. I don't think we caused it. But I think eventually for many of our clients, as we did work and showing demonstrable results really helped them, build them shift the thinking there. Um, and I think gradually many of our clients and some of which are the largest banks in the, um, in the United States have kind of now embraced the culture of being incredibly data focused and taking decisions based on really seeing the outcomes or projected outcomes and making the right decisions there. Now, after over 10 years of iQuanti, how does the industry now look at data? So certainly industry has kind of moved a long, long way in terms of where they are and how they use data. Um, I think our clients have gone much better at how they collect data, how they process data, and how they eventually kind of, you know, implement things to impact customers' life. I think the last mile still is, is a bit of a problem, but I think at least people are thinking very comprehensively about data. Most of our clients are thinking about a 360 view of the client. They may not be there, but certainly the intent is to be client-centric and to bring all the data sources together, um, stitch them, and eventually re deliver a seamless experience to their customers. And that's a, made me just think of something. So especially nowadays, you know, everyone is using their own data too. So how is the, you know, the shift that consumers are using their data and, you know, affects you know, your, your clients and the brands? So certainly I think, look, there is a balance between privacy and digital marketing. And I think we've kind of recognized that. Um, I think the, the days of relentlessly being able to use everything is kind of gone at this point. Yeah. Um, and I think the boundaries are kind of getting clearer and most probably tighter as well. And I think the balance, at the same time, what we've seen for many of our clients is that our customers are willing to give us data as long as we can deliver value. I think the key aspect is value. A lot of times you yeah. kind of collect data and you don't kind of deliver value. Yeah. And we see that our clients are okay to give us data as long as we see the benefit of it. And so our focus has been to kind of relentlessly deliver value or help our clients deliver value to their customers. There's obviously a ton of change occurring in the, in the marketing world. What are the major focuses driving change today? There are a few things that we kind of see, and I think a few things I mentioned. From an agency and, and from a services marketing services provider aspect, we certainly see gradually a degree of verticalization, which was not happening earlier. So earlier, a digital marketing firm was a digital marketing firm, and they could be selling like anything. They could be e-commerce clients and you know banking clients and everything. But we increasingly see a degree of specialization because you really need to understand the industry uh, to be able to deliver value. So that's one trend that we are seeing. Lot of changes, of course, are driven by consumers. So consumers have pretty much more mobile. So in some ways, while our clients, and it's, it's, it's the nature of the beast, and, and you know many of our clients are large customers, so it takes time to kind of shift the large ship. So we talk about mobile first, but to embrace it and to internalize it has been a challenge. And we see that gradually, is that shift still happening? Uh, I know it's old news in terms of, yes, the world has gone mobile, yeah. but companies still haven't. And that's, I think, a challenge and they're gradually kind of moving there. Um, so that's one thing that's happening. 
everyone kind of talks about machine learning and AI, I think applications to it are gradually kind of taking root. So right now it's, it's still been like the shiny new object, yeah. uh, but now we see a few applications that are gradually kind of taking over and that's been useful. That's, that's a big trend that we see as well. More mainstreaming of AI and machine learning. Yeah, and and voice. Voice is a, voice is an interesting one. So we've actually done a study where we looked at like all the voice searches. Like we kind of took a sample of few okay. hundred customers who actually consented, very kind souls, um, who consented to actually give us the data of whatever kind of they were searching for right from the beginning of the time they had the device. Yep. It's very interesting, and most of the searches in voice are very very specific to like local searches or listening to music or a specific location, a very, very specific queries. And so, but I think what will happen is that that trend will continue and customers will get used to having more and more complex queries come through voice. And I think that's absolutely a trend that we will see. So even more and more personalized. More and more personalized, yeah. absolutely. What makes iQuanti different? Three things. One, I think, is a relentless focus on using data to drive better outcomes. I mean, look, as I said, there are a lot of um, agencies which claim they use data and they do, uh, but for them like data is essentially Excel sheets. Yeah. Uh, we are talking about machine learning and AI. So there's certainly, as a service, I'm sure there are product providers who do it, but on the services side, we have rarely seen anyone with the degree of depth of data that we kind of bring to the table. So that's different. I think the second thing that's different is really deep understanding of the industry. So we are, we are trying to kind of solve for specific problems within financial services industry, for example. Um, and that is something that is like not common. Um, we haven't seen many other like firms do that. So that's been, that makes it very different. The third thing is we are purely not an agency. We've realized that a lot of digital marketing problems are essentially driven by the organization itself. So you really have to be a mix of consulting and agency. So a lot of our work now increasingly is actually within the company where we are embedded within the company and helping companies navigate to kind of be successful. For example, enterprise SEO. I mean, many people know what drives SEO and it's, SEO has been for, there for like 15 years yeah. now. And large companies know what the issues are and still they struggle with it. And the struggle enterprise SEO is really not SEO, it's the enterprise. And so having understood that and having created a clear framework on how to navigate the enterprise to get an enterprise SEO rolling is something that iQuanti is doing. So it's more consulting in some ways yeah. than agency but kind of really the com combination of the two to drive results for our clients is something we're doing. So I think those are the three things that make us different. All marketing agencies claim to be data-driven these days. What does being data-driven mean to you? So that, that's an interesting question. So I think data-driven eventually uh, means having the insights, having actionable insights of the data and being able to eventually, is to be able to actually impact what you do or change what you do. The next step to it actually would be to change your business model itself based on the ability to kind of collect data that you kind of see and automate it to a degree. And we've seen several models that have kind of changed, right? So that, that would be almost the next step. I think many of our clients at this point are most probably still at the first step where they're still collecting mm -hmm. data and there's so much garbage that kind of cleaning it up and figuring it out is kind of happening. And I think they're implementing some actions, but I think that is, um, so for many, for, for us, I think it's really if we can get our clients to really relook at our business model, relook at their business model and make dramatic transformation of their business, that would be success. And I think as iQuanti, I think we have a vision towards that. I'm not sure if, I haven't seen many agencies kind of express that. We are absolutely thrilled that you and your team have been here at the Transformational CMO and Retail East. You've been in and out of you know, meetings, sessions, you know, networking meals. 
What have you gained thus far at our program with the C-suite executives? I think it's been a phenomenal program. I think we met some great people. And I think being able to exchange, really understand what are some of the issues that they're facing. Mm -hmm. I think both the one-on-one -on -one meetings as well as like the casual like dinners and like networking events have been great at getting a better understanding of what some of the kind of clients face, as well as some of the solutions which are, can be easily applicable to others as mm -hmm. well. So for us, it is both understanding of what clients and industries are facing as well as some of the solutions that some others have figured out that can hopefully be kind of used elsewhere as well. So it's been a great event. This is going to be a hard one for you, but what has been the most rewarding brand success story that iQuanti has been a part of? We unfortunately work with uh, large institutions who kind of have NDAs, so we can't kind of uh, publicly disclose like um, their names. But to put it in a very narrow range, so one of the top three banks in the US, mm -hmm. so they're not that many, they're three, um, so one of the top three banks in the US, we've kind of done a project for them where we've looked at end-to-end -end digital acquisition for them. Okay. And, you know, as you can imagine, it's a large bank, so it's a fairly big budget. And we have been able to deliver 30% more results. Wow. And this is a fairly mature bank. They've been at it for yep. a while. And we've been able to kind of deliver 30% more for the same money. And so that's truly sweet because it, it essentially meant that they could do a lot more and it really helped them with their shareholders as well. So that was really rewarding. That's fantastic. Using the crystal ball for a second, as we look ahead to 2020, two parts. A, the biggest trend that you think will happen in the industry and your number one tip for your fellow C-suite executives. In terms of trends, look, I mean, some of the trends are kind of, are kind of going on, but I think what, I will, what we will see, I suspect, is really mainstreaming of um, AI and machine learning. So for example, even I mean, just kind of looking at digital marketing, right? We do a lot of work around figuring out what is the ad copy that people will click on. And there's like ton, reams and reams of agencies and analysts kind of doing this work. Yeah. Eventually the best way to do it is to see past success over like many, many things and to figure out what is the ad copy that will work. We try to do it manually. Machine learning will do it like a thousand times better. Mm -hmm. So you'll see broad automation kind of driven by machine learning. It's being predicted, but it kind of will get a lot more mainstream. And that most probably is a trend that will continue for the next few years. But they are, these are like ripe. I mean, they're just existing right, right there. In terms of trends, look, I mean, I, I wouldn't kind of certainly kind of claim credit for like knowing, knowing what, um, in terms of advice. We can give for, you credit. I'm fine well, <laughs> well, in terms of like uh, advice for, um, one is um, expect the unexpected is one thing that I would kind of say because, you know, you look back and right from like, you know, I've been proven wrong so many times that I've now at this point kind of pretty much, you know, who would have thought that when you look at uh, the people would be downloading apps for everything they would do because you one thought that mobile web would automatically win. But now it's very clear that the apps are the one clearly the, the way to ways to go. Yeah. So I think you clearly cannot always predict like trends ahead of time. I mean, who would have, I mean, I kind of famously thought at that point, um, saying, oh my God, who's going to buy a $10 book with $3 shipping when you would love <laughs> to browse a book and kind of spend all your time in a bookstore? Yeah. And I kind of did that, of course, look at Amazon, it's the world's largest company now. So I think, I think it's difficult to kind of, you know, I think my, my advice to myself and to other CEOs would be expect the unexpected, keep an open mind and kind of really look at consumers closely as they kind of decide what they do. Well, that's some fantastic advice. Sashri, thank you very much for joining us here in Miami. And to you and the iQuanti team, we wish you all the best. Thank you, Nick. Thank nice you so you. much. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in. 
Make sure to listen and subscribe to our podcast exclusively on iTunes and SoundCloud to get the inside scoop from top execs in the world of digital transformation. Our next digital marketing and digital retail transformation assembly takes place on March 2nd and 3rd, 2020. Head on over to mill-all.com for more information.